Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Friday, lots of football talk. We could talk Thursday night football, or we could talk ahead. We're going to do both. We had a little little um, miscue there with the Zoom name. A day, I don't know if Jim Cunningham, Hill producer Jim Cunningham, is trying to have fun with you, Dave, but he changed your name in the Zoom box, and he misspelled it, and we got a good laugh out of it. It was a good story. I'm, right? I'm ascribing it to his ongoing anti-Semitism. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I'm speculating. Coming in hot on a Friday. <laughs> Oh and he's not goodness. he's not even defending himself so you must be you must be right must be know. all right how you doing charlotte big weekend coming up oh yeah huge sitting in my house <laughs> reading this the is news it. getting more depressed no no this is the last uh last uh, chance to see anybody but uh instead we're gonna park ourselves you're right in front of the tvs yeah like we did last night uh first of all we have our extra points for extra pay parlay coming up i'm gonna be honest we've been a little cold it's not Dave's fault. Dave won last week. Charlotte and I lost. Uh, Charlotte lost in that stupid Ravens Patriots game. I lost an even stupider uh, 49ers Saints game. But we're going to come together. We're going to go three for three. And we're going to add to the $2.4 million that we've cost FanDuel. I don't know how they've become the enemy, though. I want to cost them so much money. I want to win so badly this week. <laughs> no, I got to say. I got to say, Sal, you yeah. I really, you do a nice job. You know what you're talking about. I guess that's why uh, Fox uh, Sports points a camera at you five times a week to get your opinions <laughs> on why, why we talk into microphones thrice weekly here yeah. and against all odds and everything else. But really, your sweet spot is at night. You know, certain players yeah. perform better in certain stadiums and other. I mm -hmm. feel like this is, uh, you, you, uh, I'm trying to think of um, who's a great post, Mark Lemke the second baseman oh. for the Atlanta Braves really turned it on in October. Um, you turn it on when the lights go on and the sun goes down. Interesting. Um, again, you did it Thursday night football. You're you've won five in a row still deviate for me an early game, 9 a.m. out here on the West coast, the Indiana Hoosiers, 20 and oh. a half point dogs going into Columbus because we're not going to get to that one later on. Just lay it on me real quick. I will say, let me see. You know what I saw that was interesting about that is FanDuel, people betting that game on FanDuel, let me get the exact number here. 83% uh, of the bets are on your Hoosiers, Dave. Plus 20 I, and a half. 83%. I don't, listen, I'm all in. It's exciting. What a fun distraction it's been this uh, autumn. Who saw this one coming? Not I, that's for sure. But um, the, it, even <laughs> Jeff Schwartz on minus three yesterday also went with the Hoosiers plus 20 and a half. All right. so does I mean, that mean he, he that everyone's going to get screwed over? That's what I hear. You know what? The masses are asses in general. In general, Charlotte Wilder is right. The masses are asses when it comes to sports gambling. That's why we have to we have to zig when they zag. And that's what we're going to come up. We're going to show you our well, extra points for extra pay parlay. Um, well, Schwartz end, is a mass. It does have a massive ass. I don't, it's, I don't know if that's what you're talking about. He is, He's not even here to defend himself. Dave. He's 411 pounds at last check. I don't know how much he is, but he's riding. He's, he's not an ass when it comes to gambling and he loves that Hoosiers defense. He thinks it's the, they're going to be able to keep it close. Anyway, Why that's not? just one of the well, many the, games. Yeah, Ohio about. state, uh, they had the buy the forced buy last week because of COVID related issues. Maybe they haven't been in a groove. Your uh, Hoosiers have, but they've played bum teams. You wouldn't know by looking at the schedule that these were bum teams, Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, right? Am I right? Those last, those were the last yeah. three? Yep. But uh, I'm just glad I'm not the only one who's never seen Hoosiers. What do you mean? You might, you are. Hasn't Jimmy never? Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, yes. Jimmy refuses Jimmy. to watch it. Yeah. yeah. You and Jimmy should watch together this Thanksgiving. We have a long holiday. Uh, we week do a Zoom, a Zoom yeah. <laughs> live <laughs> watch Hoosiers with Charlotte and Jimmy Kimmel. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, Dave was alluding to uh, my fifth winning pick in a row on Thursday night on the pregame show on Fox. You're right, I think. When the, the, the lights go down, now that I think about it, Dave, all three of my children were conceived at night. So I really do. <laughs> Whoa. I do unbelievable Congrats work. on the sex, so. Thank you. Yes, it's unbelievable. Uh, Wait, can I say something, too? I don't yeah. want you, don't let this go to your head. Don't get, a, you know, inflated Never. ego. But your, no. uh, your Thursday night bit with Joel McHale was very funny. Oh, thank you. And I thank texted you, you I very concerned because for those of you who <laughs> might not have seen this great bit of comedy, 
Um, <laughs> it starts off with Sal and Joel in different rooms, and it looks like Joel is in Seattle, which I'm an idiot, and I actually believe that. And then <laughs> he runs into the frame that Sal is in and tackles Sal. And I was like, did he actually hit you? And you said he did, but that looked that looked like a really hard hit. Are you okay? He, he did. I'm okay. Yes, uh, we replicated the, he did, replicated the DK Metcalf chase down of Buda Baker the first time Arizona and Seattle met. And yes, he left his Zoom box. And he, in reality, when it, it was appeared that he was in Seattle, now I was in LA, he was really like 30 feet away and took all those 30 feet and took a run at me. Did he really? Tackle me. He did, yes. And that was the second take that you saw. The first one, he hit me a lot harder, but we went too long. We went, we're, we're allowed uh, a minute 45 and we went about 220. And I was oh, like, oh, no. God damn it. So we have to do it again. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Thank you to, for uh, Joel McHale. And then I'm, I'm uh, partially concussed. And I'm still able to get my wits about me and give out the Seattle Seahawks pick five in a row. How about that game? What do we what do we take out of that game? Kyla Murray looked normal, which is uh, disappointing when something like that happens. And uh, what do you think, Charlotte? 28-21 Seahawks win. They now cruise to the lead in the NFC West. My big takeaway is that Kyler Murray is probably not in the MVP discussion anymore mm. because of that game. And also that... Seattle's defense sort of had an undertaker come back to life moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Carlos Dunlop looked great, uh, and they had a couple sacks in the game and a lot of pressures throughout the game. Dave, what did you think? I mean, I, I don't know. You don't want to read too much into these Thursday games because they're so weird on three games rest. But um, yes, I think people will start talking less about Kyla Murray for MVP, it's just weird how one game just throws everything off, right? Tampa was dead when they lost to the Saints. Then they win last week, and they're back in it. You can make that case for every single team, maybe except for yours, Dave. Right. The episodic nature of pro football, because you get it once a week, allows uh, for these narratives to be forged. And um, ones that everybody wasn't in on in August, people are looking for excuses to turn the page on. Kyler Murray, MVP, uh, candidacy being one of those one bad game but was it a bad game by Kyler Murray I'm not so sure and to your point about the Seahawks defense looking different is the um, I guess the other side of the coin because I'm sure we'll uh, we'll kibitz a little bit about Tennessee and Baltimore as well mm -hmm. this thing about like what's going on I because we decide on things, like I say, early in, in September about what is and what isn't true, Seattle's defense was atrocious, but now they've plugged in some difference-making defenders. Ergo, yep. the defense is different, and maybe this, in the second half of the season, we're going to see Seattle emerge as the clear-cut best team in the NFC because they've plugged in different pieces. So I'm allowed to change my opinion on the Seahawks because they've addressed the, the weak spot of their team. Conversely, I'm glad Tennessee you brought up Ergo because Ergo really pressured Kyla Murray. He couldn't get Kyla Murray had no chance against Ergo. Oh, no, Ergo, Ergo is a high motor guy, um, right. and okay. uh, you know, like he he really Ergo um, does a lot of work for a little guy. He That's puts right. in he puts in the work in uh, in the weight room and uh, breaking down tape. He, this this young this outstanding young man has he just loves football. I mean right. you don't even define him by a position. <laughs> I just call him a football player. But mm -hmm. Tennessee and Baltimore, this hand wringing that's going on in those two football towns, is I don't know what you're gonna do when you lose key members of your offensive line mm. um, and you're predicated on running the ball. I mean, I don't know, but you know, they, they say, whoa, what's going on with the Ravens this year? They lost a Hall of Famer and one of the best left tackles in football. That's what's happened to them right. this year. Well, we're anyway. going to get to that in a minute. Well, uh, I just I do want to go back to this Arizona game. Um, that division is going to be back and forth, I think, for the next six weeks, right? So Rams, uh, 49ers seem to be out of it. Uh, because of injuries and what uh, many other reasons. And then you got uh, Seattle and Arizona, as we saw yesterday. But, um, yeah, it's a fun game, 28-21. Uh, I have five in a row. Now, here's what I, I took. Uh, before the game, it was announced that New Hopkins, based on his Hail Mary catch, went from 98 to 99 rating on Madden, which, uh, if you don't play the game, seems insignificant. But these guys really take this seriously. They know their rating more than any of their season totals, probably more than what they get as a signing bonus or for bonuses for uh, for reaching a, a thousand yards receiving. So 99, I think there's only seven 99s. Jim or Joel, you want to check that? I think there's only seven 99s 
in a game. Do, do you care about this, Charlotte? Should the players care about this as much as they do? Uh, I mean, you know, anybody can care about whatever you want. I've just realized no. that. It, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, then right. no. Right. I realize <laughs> that I have a, a sweeping blind spot in my life, which is that I know <laughs> literally nothing about video games. The only thing I know is that uh, I was once upon a time decent at Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 when I was like 14 years old. And I just don't, I mean, I feel like it's a big, you know, gap in my cultural knowledge mm -hmm. but you i wouldn't know how to play madden e if you put me into the video game itself so do you know who madden really? is though yes i know I okay know as long yes <laughs> john madden dave <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> um, but, but no i mean i don't i don't never uh, saw hoosiers either I mean, that's a fair question. <laughs> yeah, well. He was he did great in hoosiers madden he was very uh very believable as the drunk uh, father um dave you've i think interviewed players about this they they really get upset with this. They, you know, for guys who trade jerseys after games, you, you, you think what gets them upset? You could lose by three touchdowns and still try to seek out uh, your rival and trade a jersey with him. But God forbid you get a 92 and you think you're a 96 speed wise and they'll go and complain to the Madden people. And sometimes it works. I've, I, I've talked to the guys who's like in charge of this, like, Oh my God, we just asked for such trouble um, with these ratings. Cause everyone thinks they're better than, than we get, we, uh, we make them out to be. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you positioned it that way about the uh, Jersey swapping at the end of the games. Cause I would say it's dumb that they're so concerned about their Madden rating, but mm. I guess that's ultimately what I'm always calling for is like, listen, you guys are not only are they superhuman athlete uh, athletes, they're also uber competitive. And I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg thing, but they're almost to a, a guy that you talk to in professional sports. They're insanely competitive about everything, and I guess it's owed to that, which then makes the weirder thing the jersey swap. And cut that crap out already. Do that in the like bowels that. of the stadium, out of the out of sight of uh, of we fans. We're deluding ourselves. Um, yeah, but you're right. Keenan Allen comes to mind. I remember he was especially PO'd about his Madden rating at one point. Good for New Hopkins. Why? Why New Hopkins, Mister Ninety Nine, wasn't targeted on that last drive in the last minute? The the way it's just like, well, Seahawks are cut above. You know, Kyler Murray makes one play there. Why didn't the ball? They're throwing the ball to Andy Isabella. Yeah, uh, uh, in, in that big third down spot. And he was kind of open though. He was maybe PI. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah, uh, Kyler was a tick late. It felt like I know there right. was somebody in his face on that throw, but you don't. T it, it is. It does feel sometimes like overthinking it, doesn't it? Just in in simplistic terms, you're not throwing it to number ninety nine uh, to Mister ninety nine, New Hopkins, the week after he makes the miracle catch there on the last drive. They could have forced it right. overtime. That would have been five grand. receptions, fifty one yards. They did throw to him eight times. Five receptions, fifty one yards for Hopkins, but not the um not the game you would expect. Yeah, it's it's funny because with this Madden rating. So way back in the day, Charlotte, there was a game called Tecmo Bowl. And it was barely, it, it was all we had. And it was <laughs> exciting to play. But Bo Jackson, if you would real, real transfer ratings, they didn't have ratings then. But Joe, Bo Jackson was 100 and everyone else was like a 33. And it was really <laughs> stupid. Like they really didn't give it to go, but to talk about how much thought they gave it um, back then, there wasn't a lot. Like, oh, would you Jackson's play that on an Atari? What was it? Was that, that wasn't, I can't remember now. No, Sega? Uh, no, what no. Was, it was it was Nintendo. Nintendo, right. Nintendo was, uh, right. It was Atari 2600. Did you play that on a jukebox? Yeah, it was on a little jukebox. Okay. I'm old enough, Charlotte, that I I vaguely remember in uh, in our house when we got Pong. We had Pong in our house. Oh, and then we had, that was huge. Then we got Take, Breakout. Is that what it was called? Breakout, uh, right? Where you move the sliding bar. Yeah, and then there was Super Breakout. Yeah. Then yeah, we got the big cool. move oh in God. our house. We didn't have Atari 2600. We, we got in television and that felt like the biggest game changer of my life. I know everybody's excited about play uh, about the new place uh, the uh, PlayStation five, but at, when in television came out, it was, uh, it was such Wait, like a, you got TV, like you had a, no, no, it was a yeah, video it was, game. It was called in television. Yeah. Yeah. What is and, that? And, and I don't even know like what a, that is. It had like a slippery card that you had to like uh, slide into the, controller right and some right the controller barely, barely matched up with the what you were trying to hit yeah right it was such a massive upgrade in yeah. in, in in uh george this, Clinton. Wow. This, yeah. this now old man's life but as a child it really was uh, such a revelation i can't i can't put it into well yeah so, so my, 
My final point is that these guys, I think if you ask them honestly, their Madden rating is more important to them. The way Madden, the people at Madden rank them is more important to them than making a Pro Bowl, I think. Because half these guys don't play anyway. But I think like, hey, this is what the league thinks you're at. This is what Madden thinks you're at. Which number would you rather have? Which would you rather be revered? And I think a lot of them would say Madden. But Charlotte, you talked about Tony Hawk. If you could be any video game character, you know, you're controlling yourself. Would you be Tony Hawk? What, what year was that? Uh, probably like 2002, 2003. Okay. I don't, yeah. well, I feel like I don't know enough video games to even know. Maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. I'd like to be Sonic. That's fun. <laughs> he is fun. And he's so cute. Hedgehogs are so cute. Uh, can you imagine Charlotte's head on the, in the hedgehog? It's a little hedgehog. Yeah. Charlotte the Hedgehog. I like that. All right, Dave, what would you pick? <laughs> this is a stupid thing. Um, well, character, I don't know. Uh, you you mentioned Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile. I think uh, I think the goat of real human beings portrayed in video games, it comes down to Bo Jackson in Tech Mobile versus Mario Lemieux in uh early nineties. Um uh NHL ninety three. EA Sports, yeah, NHL ninety three, ninety four, the one timer and all that. If you gave me, I, I, I don't know. I haven't uh, dusted it off in more than a decade. Mm. But if you broke that machine out right now, I suspect I could vanquish anybody if Let's you gave me the Pittsburgh do Penguins it, you in coward. 93. Okay. I would in do 90 the Red Wings. We'll live be- stream it. I'd be Iserman and I'd be all the guy. I, I, let, let's do it. That'll Are be you really? Our- th- you really think you're good? Let's do, of course, let's do part oh, of the, That'll be part of the Olympics. Holy <laughs> hell. I, you, you. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're asking for, all but right. all right. All right. You guys you ever seen play. a hedgehog on skates? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm worried. Shit, I don't know how we do this. Um, if I had to pick one. Uh, well, dig I, Doug? I, maybe Dig Doug. You know, I'd be the guy. There's a, on Grand Theft Auto, there's, oh, if, no. I could, if I could be the guy, there's a liquor, there's a really hot chick outside a liquor store. I think I could get with her. <laughs> if I, no, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's dumb. That's just me being dumb. Uh, you know what? I, I, as silly as this sounds, I would be Pac-Man. I don't think I ever had a thrill of playing a video game like I did Pac-Man back in the day. Also, you just get to eat off. a lot. I'd be, yeah, you probably have to make the head fatter to uh, depict me. But yeah, you just get to eat and eat. And eat. It's like Thanksgiving every single time you uh, crank up the reset button. But I would, uh, I think I would be Pac-Man. Yeah. That was my bet. The bet. I know all the sports games, but as far as like getting the adapter hot, that that's something that's foreign to everybody. But remember, with the <laughs> yes. Atari, the adapter would get so hot you would do, you risk explosion just to play another game. So that would be mine. But so I could see. I would New turn. Hopkins. I would turn off on uh, in television bowling when I was playing my sister Debbie. <laughs> um, uh, if uh, if I didn't get strikes in the first two frames, the reset button would uh, would somehow yeah, get it. pushed, and we'd have to start over I again. Learned <laughs> what the word so. Whenever I would play Tony Hawk with my cousins, I'd be like, okay, guys, well, you know, like I would die or they would win. I'd be like, okay, let's retry. And they were like, what? And I was like, come on, let's retry. And they were like, do you mean retry? And I was like, ah, yes, yes, I do. Retry? Yeah. What is that she from? Was, Why would you say? Because it said, do you want to retry or oh, like cancel gotcha. or whatever? Retry. And I'd be oh, like, let's gotcha, retry. Gotcha. Retry. And they'd be oh, like, okay. what are you? All right, yeah. can you read? And I'd be like, apparently not. Well, Charlotte's like, formative I, years. Entree, entry. Yeah, uh, uh, that's not too bad of a mistake. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's that. By um, the way, send us photoshops, uh, listener, of Charlotte as the Hedgehog, Sal as um, Pac-Man. as Pac-Man, and uh, I guess me as yes. Mar- video game Mario Lemieux. Yeah, let's see that. And also just reach out to us at theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. I if love you have emails. A- Charlotte really loves emails. Jim loves them too. Dave and I are lukewarm on them. Uh, the extra points gang at <laughs> gmail.com. And yes, tell us your favorite, uh, which character you'd want to be in a video game or anything. Just reach out to us. Um, hey, we got news this morning. New Orleans playing Atlanta. It was a foregone conclusion with Breeze out. I thought, or most people I think thought that Jameis Winston would just take over, uh, take the snaps this Sunday. No, it's announced. It's pretty much announced that Taysom Hill is going to start over Jameis. Um, Schefter's reporting. What is Schefter saying? He's saying he's not going to be in any. Jameis is not going to be in any of the packages. That's Diana, hard to play. Yeah, yeah, they said that Diana Rossini reported that, and and I just 
Do you think this is a case of they're paying him $21 million, so they're like, we got to use this guy for something? I don't know, because hmm. I feel like they'd be able to put him. Yeah, you might be right, but they could start Jameis and Taysom Hill could get 10 snaps, right? It, he's going to do his gadget plays anyway, a couple I just quarter. don't get it. I don't get it. Very weird, Dave. Can you make heads or tails of it? Saints are three and a half. It's gone all the way down to three and a half. And 50 is the over-under, according to FanDuel. Yeah, I almost made this uh, my end of uh, our parlay, which we'll get to in a little while. I'm glad I yeah. avoided this one. Um, the uh, Yeah, I'm surprised on, on many levels. I did think that this was going to be this next couple few weeks with Breeze Down was going to be... Um, the sneak preview of potentially at least it's it's not as simple as if Jameis played well for the next three or four weeks that well then he becomes the Saints quarterback next year there's the small matter of Jameis potentially going somewhere else for a starting game sure. um, but either way I thought that there was a chance at least we would see the new version of Thunder and Lightning like emerged with Fred Taylor Maurice Jones Drew and uh, many other pro football teams in the 21st century except at QB that you'd have this guy slinging it and yeah. Taysom Hill sprinkled in more than we already see him sprinkled in when Drew Brees is under center there. Um, I don't, I don't get the move. I feel like I really did think and, and talk about um, self-validating. I was kind of under the impression that there was a chance that at this point in their respective careers, Jameis Winston is the, is physically at least the better quarterback than Drew Brees. And if he really did well that Sean Payton might wind up in a tough spot come December. Right. Like, hey, locker room, guess what? We're going back to the old guy who has uh, the uh, political opinions that kind of ruffled some feathers in the offseason. This abiding by like, well, Drew Brees means a lot to New Orleans. I don't know that the guys in the locker room, we heard about that with Michael Thomas and otherwise. I don't know if there are raw feelings there around that. And I wonder... Yeah. If this is now what the locker room wants, it's a it's an interest. It, I, I'd love to hear from the guys in the locker room what they think about this. And I assume it'd be we nice will have, if we could go in there and ask them. Remember yeah. when or, that was a thing? Or they could reach out to us at the extra points gang at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. That's the easier way to probably you, go about this. <laughs> do you want to know one of the craziest things about this? What's that? Is it Taysom Hill is 30 years old? Taysom Hill is 30 yeah. years old. He was in college. He was at BYU from 2012 to 2016. And I just keep thinking of the Tommy oh, yeah. Boy line where he says, um, you know, lots of people go to college for seven years. And Richard's like, <laughs> yeah, they're called doctors. Like for some reason, that's just been stuck in my head yeah. all day. It doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. I, I, it almost seems like this is just a lazy move for Sean Payton. Like, yeah, I know there's a winning formula for these two play, you know, to, but I, I don't want to think about it. So I'm going to have Taysom Hill in there. Uh, the other thing I was thinking, I, I mean, Jameis should be a starter. I get the 30 interceptions thing, but 5,100 yards, you got to find a place for him. He's always cut down on interceptions. He could complete the pass, you know? He could figure it out. That should be your guy. And also, he got LASIK surgery this year. I know, get his I know people really? joke. Yeah, he got uh, LASIK surgery. To, people make jokes about it. Yeah, yeah people yeah. made a ton of jokes at the time about it, Sal. But that's, I really think, I mean... The idea that you see gunslinger guy, 30 picks, you 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 uh, guys of a certain age, maybe we, we hearken back to, I don't know, uh, you know, guys from uh, 1983 pushing the ball downfield. But Jameis, really, a lot of his things were getting confused. And on those crossers, he would not see the linebacker standing in the flat there waiting to pick it off. Like, he, he's, I, I really do wonder if the Lasix will make him a better player. I, I legit, I and, and I'm bummed I that we don't it. get to see it now. I really right. want to, in this offense with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, um, who, who provide easy targets for you and close targets, by the way, they're not, um, you know, running 50 yards downfield. I'm right. bummed that we don't get to see what you, I'm, I, I can't imagine what Jameis is thinking right now. Mm. Can I read you guys an, an amazing tweet from Roger Sherman at the ringer? He said, Taysom Hill may be older than Brock Osweiler, who just retired after an eight-year NFL career, but he also has 55 fewer career passing attempts than Jake Luton, who played in his first NFL yeah. game two weeks ago. Yeah, it's weird. This is also weird for a division leader leading team here. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe it'll work out. The Falcons are no slouch. They give them a tough time every uh, every time, especially in uh, in New Orleans. So we're going to see how that works out. New Orleans, like I said, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Over under is fifty. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for for Jameis to eat a W on the sideline. Yeah, you know, it's one thing if Breeze is taking snaps, but if um, Taysom Hill is in front of you, it's a 
whole different story. Um, we want to get go over a few as many games as we can here before getting to our three games, which are and I want to get to them. But one more thing, Alvin Kamara has shown up on the injury report this week, so that makes it extra extra oh, wow. uh, weird. That if I mean oh, I if he's at that. all banged you know what up, um, um, toe. I forget. Oh. <laughs> I really do. I, I think it's his toe. But it was a, a Tony Hawk uh, injury in the <laughs> video game. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> they, they don't ever say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, so so that I mean, you think like they're just going to try and grind you, uh, try and grind the Falcons all day and keep it away from Matt Ryan. But um, uh, extra weird if they can't ride um, forty one. The Right, uh, you know the guy who greatest forty-one of all time. That's exactly right. He is the Charlotte's greatest forty-one. Charlotte hears this in her head. Over, she goes to sleep. Yeah, and I'm trying to like sleep, and it's taping like the greatest forty-one of all time. Oh, oh yeah! Look who's breaking out a new impression. We I love it. it. We got it. <laughs> Terrific. Wait, wait. I got an impression now. Like, uh, like uh, uh-huh. you, 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 you look. Look, you got Teach, you 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 got uh, cousin Sal. <laughs> oh, he got you, 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 Charlotte. You got Dan Dratch. <laughs> you got Jimmy. Ke- Look, there are a lot of people who do Dave Damashek impressions, but Charlotte Wilder's cooking up something pretty special. This just in: Aunt Char knows voices. Bad blitz. <laughs> Is that, that my Chris Berman? That's Boomer. Oh. Oh, I thought he was doing news. I got it right okay. from the beginning. The <laughs> teach you thought, threw in a teach. I was teach. like, oh, this is retaliation. I was like, that's a little deep. I thought, but I, I don't do know sound how to exactly lilt. like that. My voice doesn't. My voice doesn't have the gear to lilt. I've been <laughs> I've been compared to Chris Berman before. You know. Yeah, it's just it's never going to leave you. I'm sorry. No. It's just how it is. All right, so let's go over some of these games. Dave uh, uh, hit on Tennessee at Baltimore. Five. The Ravens are favored by five. Forty nine and a half. Loser could be in trouble in this uh, AFC wild card playoff position because they're both um, now at least a game behind now uh, for the, uh, for the division lead. Um, I like Tennessee plus the points. I think this comes down to like a, probably a dumb Steven Guskowski field goal. He makes it Oof. or he misses it. And my other reasoning is boy, did they have trouble with the physical? I hate to be like, well, remember what happened last week and that's how I'm going to judge this team forever. But the Ravens had trouble with a physical running game and Damian Harris. And now you got Derrick Henry, who really turns on the afterburners. Look at the calendar, Dave. Look at the calendar, Charlotte. We're third week in November. This is traditionally when he really excels and rises uh, his level of play. So I think it's a close game. What do you guys well, think? Not to be the, you know, you say you hate to be the guy for last week, not to be the guy who talks mm. about last year, but the Ravens clearly had trouble with that in the divisional round right. um, last year. So I don't see enough changing on either team to make that significantly different. I think you're right. And I think because of that, it's baked into the the line, like oh, the right. retribution. Uh, we're going to add a point there. And I, it should probably be about four points, but it's five. What do you think, Dave? I think the uh, uh, flip it um, to the Ravens offense against Tennessee's uh, right. mediocre to downright crummy defense. I mean, the, the Lamar Jackson and company should get right despite the absences uh, for the rest of the season that we already mentioned on their offensive line there. I mean, that's that's what's uh, been slowing them down more than anything, as much as I've talked about um, defensive coordinators making adjustments in the offseason based on what we saw from the aforementioned game that Charlotte just brought up, the divisional round game. Um, in January, everybody saw that template. This is how you slow down Lamar Jackson and that offense, and people are now applying it. Um, I just don't think Tennessee is constructed at this point. I don't think that they, they exactly have the pieces to slow that down. And I think Baltimore and the key now is Baltimore. I think, well, they don't have to acknowledge this in their locker room, but the fact of the matter is there, they should be a defense dominant group the rest of the way, especially with mm. Calais Campbell, um, presumed to return. And, uh, for the second half of the season, they have the best secondary. I mean, Ryan Tannehill doesn't have Taylor Lewan there. He's really fallen off a cliff since Lewan went out throwing the ball. Um, to me, Ravens win by a touchdown at least. I'm looking now because weather becomes as important as anything right now. And especially, uh, a home field advantage, even if you have 9,000 fans. I don't even know what the case is in Baltimore. I don't think they have fans. But uh, travel and weather is just the only issue right right now, right? If for a road team, like I, I don't think there's much of a home field advantage. Road underdogs, at least gambling-wise, have uh, never really performed better or twice in 30 years have performed better. Um, but it's looking like 55 degrees cloudy on Sunday. 
So you don't have to deal with uh, that nonsense like they did Sunday night. Um, that'll be a fun one. All right, let's go and let's talk briefly because I don't even like talking about the Cowboys anymore. They're playing the Vikings. The Vikings are a seven-point favorite. Over-under is 47 and a half. If the Cowboys lose, and they really should, can we please, Dave, can we please stop talking about them having a run at the division here? It doesn't doesn't do anyone good to talk about I've already, like But wait a second. We've all uh, forked over $18,000 a piece to back our respective horses in the NFC East. And Dave I already Cowboys bought his already. Cowboys cheerleader outfit. Yeah, oh, exactly. Nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do, by the way, uh, we have some some nice uh, historical matchups from fans of different eras. Uh, for me, Ravens Titans summons memories of Ray Lewis versus Eddie George back at the turn of the millennium. Dallas and Minnesota goes back much further than that. Um, Drew Pearson. Yeah, Drew Pe- right, Drew Pearson and everything else. And the, those two guys who always they would cut to whenever the Vikings and Cowboys would play, the guy, uh, the middle-aged uh, heavyset guy who dressed up like a cowboy and then the guy, middle-aged guy, dressed up like a Viking, and he would always take the Vikings pennant and mop his brow. Remember that? Yeah, style? right. The, the, ma- the, um, right, the unofficial right. mascot guys. I say in this one, people are getting a little bit over their skis about Kirk Cousins and the Vikings here. Let's settle mm. down, everybody. This is not a team that's going to the Super Bowl. I'm actually hearing people say, like, look out. These might be the Titans of uh, of 2020. No, it's not. Um, Dalvin <laughs> Cook has been great. But I think the Cowboys, um, not, what, is, it, is it still at um, seven? Seven, yeah. I think the Cowboys, not only am I going to take the Cowboys there, I say be brave. Don't just mm. survive. Live. I'm taking the Cowboys straight up in this one. Wow. In Todd an upset, Furman. Sal. Okay, okay, Todd okay, Furman okay, okay, said okay. the same thing on Fox Bet Live. So maybe this is the seven. Maybe we should sell other T-shirts with the seven. The line being seven. This is a different kind of avenge with the uh, with the Cowboys colors. Uh, I don't yeah, we know. can make one in silver for you. But in the meantime, go to ExtraPoints.com and join <laughs> in on the Savenge Tour of 2020. Heading Get down to shirts. Duval County this week. Get your Savenge Tour uh, t-shirt. ASA Sh- Ampy. Charlotte, just shake this guy. Hit him in the head Yeah, I don't it's think a, that's... Is not, I don't yeah. think that's... I mean, if you want to take the Cowboys, okay, fine, but they're not going to win. Like, I just don't... What? I don't think I mean, so yes, either. And I also agree... Okay, so, so Dave, first of all, I do agree with you. Kirk Cousins is not, I don't know how you can give him the credit. Like Dalvin Cook is sure. the reason that the Vikings, that anyone's talking about the Vikings at all. Uh, I don't think that's a sort of reliable, I don't think you can be like, oh, well, because Dalvin Cook's there, they're going to be great for the rest of the season. Like, I don't think that's true. I, however, do not think that the Cowboys are going to be able to beat the Vikings, even if I don't think the Vikings are great. And Sorry, Sal. I don't know. I don't either. Or, no, or don't you're be welcome, sorry. Sal. I oh, don't know. No, no. Maybe we yeah, put no. you out of your misery. No, I, I, that's the whole thing. I came to terms with my misery like four weeks ago, but the, nobody wants to pull away from this stupid division. So I get it that we're a game away or a week away from you know getting back in the in the hunt there. And Which probably, is just so funny. We just have to take a uh, second and appreciate how funny that is. I know. It, it is fun. And Andy Dalton's coming back, and I guess he did feel the effects of COVID. I lose track of who was contact traced and who actually had it right at this point. But right. he's like, yeah, that threw me for a whirl. Um, so that's maybe not great. We saw Cam's first game after COVID wasn't terrific. The one thing I'll say is maybe the bears, and I meant to look this up, maybe playing the bears screws a team up for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> the Titans beat the bears and then got crushed by the Colts. I wanted to look up all of these. Um, the Vikings played the bears Monday. Now a short week. Maybe they're they play like a normal team. Um, that's less less uh, <laughs> effective offensively. Maybe can't be less effective offensively, but maybe they're screwed up by playing the Bears, and maybe the plus seven is there. But I agree with maybe Sean. the Bears are like the witches of the NFL. They just sprinkle a yeah. little curse on you while you're walking out the door. That's it. They don't necessarily beat you, but yes, exactly. On the way, I wonder out, if yeah. I wonder if Furman brought this up, and that uh, I feel encouraged that uh, somebody who delves in hardcore into the numbers. Um, yeah. Uh, whereas I ride my gut, which serves me well. Um, <laughs> McCarthy, speaking of guts, um, I, I don't mean figurative. I mean, literal, like Dan yeah. Chicks. Um, the, um, I, I feel like over the course of his time in Green Bay, they got behind the eight ball. And at this point in, in a handful of seasons, it was sort of like, boy, the pack's kind of scuffling here. And then they would mm. turn it on. Maybe he has some magic, some sense oh. for the length of a of a regular season and you know the not overreacting maybe mm. 
You think they, he's uh, hustling, with- Dave? You think he's hustling the division, huh? <laughs> yes, a little hustling. That's wild. That's that what is he's a doing. take I have no, not I did, heard I didn't yet. Say, I didn't say that. I said that he that he understands that two and seven doesn't mean <laughs> that they're doomed. That if they if they get hot, they almost right. beat the Pittsburgh Steelers last time he's we saw just, them. He's been he's been like, guys, you need to lose so we can go to two and seven, and I can turn the Jets on. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the, the thing Jets, about li- the literal Jet, the New York <gasps> right. Jets. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Cowboys that we that we lose perspective on. I don't know what. Talk about magic. I don't know what Rod Marinelli knew. What I mean, is he the greatest uh, assistant coach in pro football history, I guess, or something? Because mm. um, his absence, it seems like the biggest. They're so loaded on both sides. I know their offensive nah. line wasn't what, what it was a half a decade ago, but with, with Andy under center even, this team should be able to overwhelm the majority of foes. They really should be able to. With I mean, and keep, let's keep in mind, too, they still have Zeke in that offense before you even get to the pass catchers Andy has to target there. And they're loaded up defensively, too. I don't get what goes on here. No, it has not, to turn. They're it not loaded defensively, though. They really don't. The Jalen's been like, they're guys who just don't can't tackle, honestly, like week in, week out. But I will say this, as far as like position players, like uh, skill position players and fantasy players, there's no more bigger discrepancy between what a team should do, like with these great wideouts and Zeke, like you said, and Dak back at the in the day. But you know, now it's Andy Dalton. They should still be able to score 20. How about they score 20, you know, every week? Uh, Let, I, well, I, we'll be singing a different song in the in this bum NFC mm-hmm. East come Monday. No. Hear me now, believe me then. All right. But I wanted to I want to say this. I don't care what happens in the rest of the division. If they lose. I don't want to hear about them winning the division. I know it's a toss-up. Game okay, on I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> I That's promise it. that will I, I will commit okay. to that right now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh you did commit to the Steelers Jaguar. You said take either the Bengals money line or the Jaguars money line. The Steelers are gonna blow one of these games. They're at Jacksonville, ten and a half. They are favored by ten and a half points. Forty six is the over under, but now you got the stellar defense up against uh, Vladimir Luton, uh, quarterback. Mm-hmm. It looks looks nice at times for Jacksonville. Almost stole the game against Green Bay. Dave, you're going to back this up? Well, I mentioned, sleep? first of all, I mentioned the historical um, ties here. This, this one dates back. People may not uh, recall, but when they first came into the league, the Jags were in the AFC Central, believe it or not, along with sure. the Titans. Um, back in the mid, that was really weird. Um, and that's when Bill Cower almost left the field. He gestured as though he was going to punch a, uh, a Jaguar player running down the sideline as time expired. He, he gestured like he was going to punch him and then pulled back. How great mm. would that moment have been in, in sports history? We're celebrating the malice in the palace. What if, what if a head coach from an NFL team slugged the guys he ran by anyway? <laughs> um, Listen, I think you know I'm a company guy, right? I, I I toe the line pretty well. And on minus three, our boosted bet from our pals at FanDuel Sportsbook is the Steelers minus nine and a half. Boost it up to plus 100. Get in on it. Jeff Schwartz likes it. Maurice Jones drew our guest this week on minus three. Likes the Steelers. Not even in just this week. He likes them to go undefeated the rest of the way. Mm. But you know what? I abide by a higher power. That's the one that I impose on myself. It's the no jive policy. It's the cardinal rule I live by when talking into a microphone. And I can't jive you here. Jaguars plus nine and a half. Mm, Okay. How about ten and a half? I know. Well, ten and a half is. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. We've dropped it down for you you on minus three. We've dropped we've dropped it down for you. Prove me wrong, black and gold and otherwise. Go ahead, supporters. I would not do it. I as you know, I also abide by a law i would never put any Lots actual money against my team i would never that's right but i but i'm telling you is that a shot at me dave yeah <laughs> yes i is. well i i listen i you it you made your bed me, so you made your bed sister i didn't tell you to follow <laughs> sal and and uh his uh pal fred lynn and uh and everybody else who bets against their own team so that they can make I themselves like you feel know, good like lynn. you just now call simmons fred lynn he can't say the name it's so sad fred, fred lynn and bill, bill says your lynn. name dave on the sunday nights when we promote extra points he'll yeah, actually he, bill's very nice to us he'll say you he'll say your name he'll say i had a uh, friend Charlotte. who he yeah. was like hey i was listening to simmons podcast and he said 
your name. Your name. It's yeah, like, it's nice. Very cool. right? <laughs> I, like, I don't know what you're doing, cousin. Side the cuz. I don't know what you're doing with that damn shack. He doesn't get it. Um, well, we're in a good spot here, Charlotte, because if the Steelers win, we could make fun of Dave. Like, oh, what? What? Do you, I thought you said they're going to get tripped up by one of these terrible teams. And if they lose, we could be like, we can ah, still ha, make fun ha, of Dave. Ha, 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 your Steelers lost. I'm taking Jaguars. the Steelers to win the game. I'm bet oh, they're going to win okay. the football game. All right, but that's a but lot of points. But not by okay. All right. This thing about the this thing about playing unless you're playing the Jets. I mean, and by the way, that's a great line too. Imagine the Los Angeles Chargers in our Lord's year 2020. Given Can't get their, out of their own way. The, yeah. the curse that is on their heads forever. And the speaking of heads, mm. Justin Herbert with his new hair do, yeah. and all mm. or hair don't, and all that kind of stuff. I'm going on. They're giving nine and a half points to a pro football team. That's crazy. I mean, the the uh, the Chargers and Jets. That's the craziest of them all out there. I, craziest line of the week though is the Colts once again. Why would they're giving points to? Hold the on, Packers? you're all over the place. You're. I know all I'm all over the place. The place. I'm taking, the Steelers say... will win this game. Okay. Because right. ahead, imagine Sean. if they lose it with Thanksgiving coming up. That we have. <laughs> Not a bad game with the Texans. That's actually not too bad. Texans and Lions. If the Lions win this week, they're kind of in a position to make a play for the playoff spot. And then your Cowboys, after they beat the Vikes, or that one suddenly becomes compelling too. Right. But the nightcap, Steelers, Ravens. Oh, what a treat that's going to be. But don't lose this one against the Jags in the meantime. Steelers. Dave, Come go on. through week 16 for us. You're on a roll. Keep going. And then the wild card round. <laughs> Charlotte, go ahead. What did you want to say? I just, I just, I'm sad that the Giants have a bye this week. And I was sad that the Jets had a bye last week. I just love watching these New York yeah. teams sort of, you know. Right. But you're not really on. sad. Like, you, you, but it's, at best. No, it's, I really, I love really seeing sad? what Danny Dimes is going to do week to week. I'm going to miss it. But you don't need to, like, call a hotline or anything, right? Mm. <laughs> no, it's I a get weird you. Year, so the, the, weird, the weird, weird thing with the Jets is like, yeah, you could say the Chargers don't deserve to be favored, but the Jets, I saw some crazy stat there. Minus, no, they do. The Chargers deserve to be favored. The, the Jets are minus 1,280 yards, like yard differential, which is twice as bad as the Jaguars and the worst in a decade. Like, it's so <laughs> bad for the Jets. And I, I hate to think that Adam Gay, so I, I, I refuse to accept the fact that he had an extra week to prepare for Justin Herbert, who, like you said, Dave, is a different person now with the haircut. I mean, you can, you prepare for one guy. Who and then was you got the this, worst? Uh, who was 10 years ago? Who was that bad? The Browns? I forgot. It sounds like the Browns. I for, uh, I forgot the When were the Lions? Uh, when was you know what? It might have been the Lions. Oh, it okay. actually was the Lions. Um, so that's that. All right. We uh, we hit all these here. Um, what do we want to do now? Oh, well, I want to hear your pick on the Colts because that's a that's a weird I took the walking Packers. line two in a I row. Know. I, I'm, I'm wrong with the Colts every week, but I, I, well, I like the Packers here. I think the conditions won't be. It's uh, two, two and a half, right? The, no, the what Colts started are, is with it the one Packers giving two and all the right, Colts are now giving a point and a half. That's right. why I'm saying it's weird. What gives? I don't know let what happened see. with the Packers that the line would shift that much. All right. As it is now on Friday at noon Eastern, the Colts are minus one and a half. But their lines have been crazy all year, like flipping back and forth. Remember they did this uh, with the Titans? Titans yeah, but why? By, That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't this know. is two weeks in a, in a row that it shifted that much. Is I agree. I'd me. take the Packers, though. Yeah, I just think uh, a lot of people are down on the Packers. A lot of people are down on the NFC. I know this is an NFC-AFC matchup. You're probably going to make money betting the AFC the rest of the year in these head-to-heads. But um, as long as they don't pressure Rodgers, and I know that's saying a lot, I think he'll have a clean pocket for the most part. And uh, and he'll be able to do his thing with Devontae Adams and Valdez Scantling and and those guys and pull out a, a a close one. But that's yeah, you're right. That is the game of the week. Although like now the Saints and Falcons has become compelling. Actually, I, I shouldn't say that. There are three. The last night was a great matchup, right? Then you got right. Chiefs. Chiefs Raiders is fun. Now I sound like you, Dan. I'm going over every single game. Well, if you because if you won if you won games that are pivotal as much right. as a game can be pivotal, and, right. you know before Thanksgiving. Titans Ravens is it. I mean this is this is a this is a massive game. Really, you're getting to this place now in the schedule yeah. where the Cowboys lose. I know the Cowboys aren't going to the Super Bowl no matter what, but it's over for the Cowboys if they lose this game. The Thank Vikes you. the Vikes, but the the other side is also true. The Vikes lose to the Cowboys, 
all this heat that they're getting the last three, four weeks goes out the window. Yeah, if, you uh, could cross off a lot of teams this week, I think. Probably three three more uh, legitimate, decent teams that you could cross off after a, uh, a loss this week. All right, let's talk about our friends at FanDuel. We give them love. You know, we, we, we're going to cost them more money this week. I feel bad because we're going to hit on our uh, extra points for extra pay parlay. But if you do want to add a little excitement to your sports watching experience, you bet on all the action. You do it on FanDuel Sportsbook. This football season is a reason they're number one in America. Number one in America. Imagine being that. The number one sportsbook in America. Their app is simple to use. Got great odds on different betting markets, unique, fun bet types like same game parlay and exclusive always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game. If you win, they get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 any game. They'll refund you a grand if you don't win. No strings attached. You lose, they'll refund you back in site credit. You win. You get to keep your cash. I like the same game parlays. And Dave, here's what I'll do. I'm going to go Vikings to win and Dalvin Cook to score a touchdown. So he's minus 213. Vikings to win is like minus 300. You do that. You put those together. You all of a sudden you got even odds and you probably they'll be winning uh, 10 nothing in the first quarter and Dalvin Cook will have scored. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, I don't know what you're waiting for. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know we send you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. Lots of good games. I talked myself into like seven decent games this week, right? Which one's your favorite? You did. And Dalvin Cook, I know you're riding with him because your sad uh, middling fantasy team needs a win, but it's it's (laughs) hopeless for, for your team to catch the cool cats. Who oh, I mean, three weeks I, before the playoffs, I'm considering uh, sitting some of my starters just so that they good, get good and rested it. up for the for the. You know playoffs. how it works. You only have to win in weeks 14, 15, and sixteen. Our thing. That's oh, I I, I know I know what it takes to win in fantasy because I do it quite right. often. Well, you're I'm going on my way, way, way then. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Charlotte, aren't you glad you're not a part of this nonsense? Yes, so glad. <laughs> we had I don't know if you saw, but on um, against all odds, we had an all time battle. I, th- Dave, did you see that video? I was With trying Harry to watch it. Yes, I was like it. Yes. I know it's hard to watch, but it, I and I well, I talked to Jerry Ferraro, who's like a decade younger than us. I was like. By the way, if you surround yourself with idiots, this never goes away. You're going to do this in your 50s, your 60s, and your 70s. You're going to think like, oh, at some point I won't be as interested. No, no. This this is absolute proof during a pandemic. So many mo- other things to worry about. And these idiots, including myself, are screaming at each other for a trade. Uh, Mike Evans for Chase Edmonds. Um uh- Unbelievable. Check it out on, uh, well, I'll, I'll retweet it or something, but because it's a, uh, it's insanity what goes on. But right now, it's time for our extra points for extra pay parlay. We pick three games. FanDuel boosts the points, and they boost the odds. I'm going to start us off. We've won $2.4 million for the betters over the first 10 weeks. little cold, but we're going to heat up right now, third week in November. little pre-Thanksgiving treat. I'm going first. I'm taking the Texans, plus two and a half over Charlotte Wilders, New England Patriots. I'm not proud of myself. I'm not crossing a key number here. You know, FanDuel gives us an extra point. I'm going from plus one and a half to plus two and a half. Deshaun Watson, no torrential rains. He's a mobile quarterback. This is what the Patriots are going to have trouble with. They got lucky because Lamar was like kind of handcuffed with this monsoon that hit him. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be a different story. Patriots. Don't impress me offensively. One receiving touchdown this year. Cam has thrown one touchdown into a receiver. It's insane what goes on. The team, this team, this Houston team, I think they play hard for Romeo Cornell. It's, I don't want to say some teams have their Super Bowls. I think this might be it for Houston. They don't have a ton to look forward to. They're not going to win that division. They're not going to make the playoffs. They can knock off the dreaded New England Patriots. Um, they're going to upset this team. Everyone all of a sudden thinks of the Patriots as a contender. No. Texans win this game 21-16. Charlotte Wilder, I'm sorry to say that, but give me your pick. I hate that, Uh, (laughs) but all right, let's just move right on. My pick is uh, the Dolphins at minus two and a half over the Broncos. Um, 
This is a weird stat to start with, but Miami kicker Jason Sanders has only missed one of 21 kicks this season. So if it comes mm. down to a field goal, you know, maybe the Dolphins are in good shape, but I don't think it will. I think the I think the Dolphins are going to win by a lot more. They've won five consecutive games. They've allowed 20.2 points per game, which is fifth in the league. Uh, Denver has allowed 28.2 points per game this season. They're 27th in the league. Uh, Miami is scoring an average of 31.6 points. And Tua could become the second rookie quarterback over the last 40 years to win in his first four starts. Only other guy to do that is Dave Damashek's Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, um, the Broncos also had five turnovers last week against the Raiders um, and have committed a turnover in 10 straight games, while the Dolphins have recorded at least one in 15 straight games. So Miami Stevens has been on fire. Denver's defense has allowed 200 or more yards in two of their last three games. So I'm feeling pretty solid about this pick, as solid as I felt about any. Um, so, you know, as long as even even if you have cursed my Patriots, but we win the parlay, like, fine, whatever. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me picking them, honestly. But I am proud of you. I mean, you came guns a-blazing here. Wow, yeah. those on fire. Yeah. packing heat. That's how good I feel about that. And she made it two and a half. It was three and a half. So you're right. That Sanders, that kicker, that field goal at the end could be the difference. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know why this line is so low. It makes me a little nervous that it's this low. But Locke or Brett Rippon, this Dolphins defense, like you said, should tear either of those guys apart. And Miami is in the hunt. Two and a half. Good pick, Charlotte. Dave, what do you think? Three for three. Let's do it. First of all, Charlotte, what you have to look forward to is, you're right, root against the Patriots. It's not crazy to do because you could be like the Dolphins this year watching Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or otherwise. And that's a, mm. a realistic possibility for your for your ball team. I like it a lot, too, by the way, is if you need my validation, Charlotte. I think that the the key matchup in this one is Drew Locke's been having his struggles of late, and that Dolphins team defense is turning everybody over. That's just mm -hmm. a bad match for, for the Broncos this week. I'm going with the team. People are excited about the Raiders right now. Big spot for them. Sunday night football. The Chiefs are going to spoil it. For all the talk about the Steelers and otherwise, the best team in pro football um, is the Kansas City Chiefs. I suspect that they're going to remind prominently the Las Vegas Raiders about that and the rest of pro football too. But I think they um, have a chip on their shoulder. It sounds that way from the guys in the locker room that after losing and getting trucked by Josh Jacobs um, a few weeks back, that they are going to put it on the Raiders this week and remind the division, the conference, all the pro football world of who the best team is. And we know Andy Reid straight up comes off the bye and almost always wins. I believe he's 18-2 and two coming off um, the bye against the number. The Chiefs uh, have every reason to, to pound the Raiders here. I know that the Raiders are going to be feeling good in their new joint and everything, but um, give me them minus six and a half, the Chiefs. Um, extra sweet. I saw it as high as eight. I even liked it there, but at minus six and a half, it's stealing money, everybody. Damashek's going to take care of his <laughs> leg of this parlay. <laughs> Good job, well, Patrick by you. Mahomes is going to for, but you really should have this one. No, you're, you're going to be out there. Dave's uh, Dave's playing quarterback for the Chiefs this week. I can't believe it. I didn't know that. That's yeah, pretty good. I, we All buried right. the lead on this podcast. But and Sal, Sandals I feel bad that Sal. Yeah. you should have taken. I, I feel like this was yours because justice um, kind of almost demands that you get it since you're the one who's the getting night. them right uh, under the cloak of night. Getting it well, right under the cloak of night. Let's do this. Let's split the picks. Uh, let's pretend we're at a okay. restaurant and I like uh, the shrimp scampi and you do too, but you also want some steak and like, all right, we'll, we'll order both and we'll, we'll split have, them. So do I have to so say, hungry. I like, do I have to say, <laughs> yeah. I like, do I have to say, I like the Texans here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, you do. I like them a lot. You should. I, I don't, yeah, I, like, I don't like the Texans here. They're going to win the game. I know. I know. It's a little risky. <laughs> I'm, I'm I didn't cross a number. Uh, but Dave, I do love that pick. And okay. the fact that you made it under a touchdown, my God, everything points to the Chiefs here, right? Like you said, uh, Andy Reid, four and one against the spread coming off a of bye the last five. Most of those games, ironically, or coincidentally, we'll figure that out later, were <laughs> against the Raiders. So now, and you have a team who did like a victory lap after they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Andy Reid is mad. He's mad and he's good after a bye. Patrick Mahomes, they had two weeks to prepare. And this, they could really, I don't want to say they can clinch the division, but they can go up three games with five left. Um, that's kind of insurmountable. 
I think Mahomes wants to lay it on this team and lay it on thick. And by the way, all the COVID concerns, this entire defense didn't get to practice this week. I thought for sure they would at least move this off primetime because it has it has 45-10 potential. It really does. So That's what picks. Schwartz said. So go ahead, yeah. please. Our picks, Houston, plus two and a half. Miami, minus two and a half. Kansas City, minus six and a half. That's your extra points for extra pay parlay. FanDuel is giving us extra points, and they're boosting the odds from plus 406 to plus 500. Five to one odds on that bad boy. Put 50 bucks on it. You get 250 250 back, and that's it. Your whole Thanksgiving dinner is paid for, right? Isn't that how you do this? <laughs> yeah, Perfect. I mean, this year you just need to buy like two TV dinners. Yeah, set. that's it. I think it's that's funny. It. It's funny <laughs> though because yeah. Schwartz had it at 40 to 14. So um, you two are like-minded in this one. I do wonder though, you know, the one thing that the Chiefs, the 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 question with them remains their ability, and Josh Jacobs is the one who did it to him last time. Can they stop the run? It seems sadly ironic that the one guy who would probably be able to stuff the run for the Chiefs best is Andy Reid himself. If he would put the, <laughs> oh, yeah. he would just put him in there at the nose. Like, now come at me. You know what? Now you're two-dimensional other teams. Uh, I don't know if he could do with that, that. That shield gets fogged up so much. He might yeah. not be able to see what's in front of him, like even the three inches. But he did that's coach probably about best. being just... able to see anything. So <laughs> what did he say? He, he, he did, did say... coach without being able to see right. anything. <laughs> exactly. He's like, it's that it's easy like, with this team. It's like the yeah. Goldie Hawn movie, Wildcats from uh, from 1987, right. if, if memory serves. You just need the big dude, and he doesn't have to do anything. Just have one of his teammates trip him before the play and have him land right in the middle, right over uh, yeah. right over where the ball is. That's, That's all actually a, a play that Andy Reid calls sometimes. <laughs> 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 Texans, Dolphins, Chiefs, you get 5-1 to one odds, throw $50 on it, get 250 back. Do it at FanDuel.com slash extra points. All right. That's it. That's the end of the show. Do we have do anything else? Do we have any else? emails? All right, let's do an email. Jim, Yay. fine. Jim was just, just Jim actually just texted me. He's like, we got to do an email. Right. Um, this one, uh, the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's where you reach out to us. This one is just more of a uh, question. This is not praise or uh, shitting on us, but Bob Tukic. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. T-U-C-E-K. Tusik. Hi, gang. It always bugs me when talking heads go on and on about plays like the end of the Browns or cards games costing gamblers millions of dollars. If lines are set for roughly equal amounts bet in both sides, wouldn't just as many people have won on those plays as lost? Why does everyone side with the losers instead of praising the winners for making a good bet? Thanks, F-Tuber in Pittsburgh. What's you know his F-tuber? first name? His real name is Bob Tusick, but he says F-Tuber in Pittsburgh. All right. What am well, I missing that? Bob yeah. or F? Yeah, <laughs> clearly you got to I mean, this is how sports goes, right? The loudest people are the ones yes. who are unhappy. So that's obviously why no one no one's no one's loud when they're happy and content and can just like get up off the couch and go eat more wings. It's it's the anguish of like, you know, throwing the blue cheese at the TV that really that really sticks with you. Right. And to his point where, well, wouldn't equal amount of people bet on each side? Well, that's not the case. I mean, that is what the spread is there for, to encourage equal amount of betting on either side. But as we know, I pointed out with to Dave with this Indiana-Ohio um, State game, a, a, a vast majority, more than four to five, are betting Indiana. So in both of these cases, more people bet Arizona, more people bet Cleveland. And Charlotte is exactly right. Um, we want to hear about people being miserable. It's bad beats, right? I don't want to hear how much a friend won. Oh, I won three thousand dollars off that game. It's like, oh, get away from me. I want to. I want to hear the the uh, the discouraged gambler who wants to quit because of these, right, Dave? Yo, yo Bob, <clears throat> Bob, Dave, keep your eye on the prize, Dave. You go look. We don't got to worry about what the point spread is, Dave. Pittsburgh's got to get down there. Steel Curtain's got to get down to Duval County and take care of Jake Luton and them Jaguars, and then we get the ball birdies on on Thanksgiving night. Let's keep our eye on the prize, Dave. Okay. They, I think we Pittsburgh accent is one of my favorite. I could, I like put that to like a lullaby, put that on a record I that think for I, me and I'll just fall asleep. To I it. thought I that was I Chris Berman. Oh, I, I, I just confused. did my three voices. I did, uh, I did my sporty, <laughs> I did my boomer Berman and I did my, uh, my Yinzer guy. I mean, that's pretty, well, I'm tapped out now. That's good. Good for you. But the best thing to come out of this hour was, um, Charlotte, young Charlotte's debut, vo- Dave Damashek voice. I love it. Was it was just I, a taste. I'm going to work <clears throat> on it. I'm going to work on do. it. Please do. I hope it goes on and on. I also and on. still have to write the words to hot lettuce. So 
Yes. Yeah. Busy yes. weekend upcoming. There's a lot. We have a lot of free time coming up. Dave, uh, with regard to that Steelers Jags game on minus three, there's a special bet boost. You can get the Steelers at minus nine and a half. You don't minus, recommend it, but FanDuel's doing a well, nice job knocking the point down. I encourage you to uh, to fade Dave Damashek here um, instead of Jeff Schwartz, as we typically do here. You can get that at FanDuel.com slash minus three, the word minus, the number three. And to prepare, not just for the Jaguars playing my Steelers, but also for um, the Oregon Ducks playing UCLA and Mitchell Schwartz playing the Raiders. We called up our friend Maurice Jones-Drew, who played for the uh, those three nice. teams, um, and we kibitzed about this, that, and the other, and it's a great episode of Minus 3. Download and subscribe, won't you? Listen to Minus 3. By the way, that bet, even odds. You can get minus 9.5 and even odds at uh, fandle.com slash minus 3. Jump on that if you have faith in the Steelers by double digits. Charlotte, what's cooking for you? Uh, we had a very fun people sports podcast episode this week. Mark Titus and I had on Ryan Satin, who's the WWE, our new WWE colleague at, uh, Fox digital and, um, WWE survivor series is this weekend. And so Mark and I built teams out of, uh, four NFL players, four NBA players, four women's soccer players, and four MLB players and went head to head. And Ryan had to decide who would win. Um, there's a nice little malice at the palace for those celebrating the 16th anniversary. Uh, (laughs) and, um, it was just, it was a good time. So check that out. Um, I also wrote about Bill Belichick, uh, on the Fox sports app and, uh, yeah, follow me on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, face space at the wilder things. (laughs) Face space. Yes. She'll be fleeting the weekend away. Uh, uh, yeah, it's funny. You bring up malice at the palace. Our, uh, colleague, uh, host waiver wired, the uh, fantasy football podcast, Jerry Ferrara hosts with Jen Piacenti. The the malice at the palace was then Ron Artest taking on all the fans. <laughs> it was Detroit, Indiana, and he took all the fans in uh, in uh, Auburn Hills, right there in Detroit. And the first fan, the p- fan he actually slugs in the face, looks like Jerry Ferrara did in early days, Jerry Ferrara. And so much so that Jerry, every year, this is now 16 years, has to point out to people that that, that is not me. Stop Wait, that's with the so funny. Stop with the Ron Artest punch, uh, knock turtles, lights out, cut it out, please. Once again, this is not me. It, it's never gonna stop, baby. It does look like him. It does look like it, it like uh it plus really 30 does. pounds, Jerry Ferrara. I have to annually point out when that when that play we're reminded of it is uh, the big winner that night, Jermaine O'Neal. And thank goodness that the floor was slick where he stepped as he oh, yeah. attempted the haymaker, some random buffoon who decided that it was his place to walk onto the court while gigantic human beings were throwing hands. Jermaine O'Neal wound up, and as he planted his foot, he slipped. If he would have caught that guy, I mean, yeah. I don't know what. Forget Bill Cowher punching a Jaguar. If he, if <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal, seven feet, uh, whatever he is, 280 or 260, hit some random size guy in the jaw, I don't yeah. know what happens. But Jermaine, it's not Ron Artest we're talking about these days. We're talking he might about still Jermaine. be in prison. You're right. Yeah. He's a, a monster. Yeah, the, the, I, I feel like the the basketball gods show mercy on some of these it really, players. It really, I mean, a we lot of about seven yeah, they take swings at each other, what? and in this case, fans. And it's it's good that uh, it's good that he didn't connect. Is Ron Artest still Meta World Peace, or did he go back yeah. to Ron Artest? No, he's Meta World Peace. I think he's mm-hmm. um, he's Meta World. You know, we should have him. I on. can't I've keep track. On. You know, I feel like so. You know, it sort of changes every once in a while. He's I like great. when guys change their names. Like Marvelous Marvin Hagler, they wouldn't on HBO, and otherwise they wouldn't call him Marvelous Marvin Hagler. So he changed his name legally to include Marvelous. Oh, interesting. Uh, so they had to do it. I love that. I think my favorite of all the uh, the name changes is that Lloyd Free decided, like, well, my surname is cool, Free. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. that, and I'm going to change it to World B. His middle initial right. B. I love World that. B That's free. my f- That's like Charlotte <laughs> B. Wilder. Like, I can love- really... I can do it. Like that. Just do it. Change it up. Charlotte okay. B. Wilder. I if like the it. Giants don't win the division, that's your that's what you have to, <laughs> I already have, to legally I, change your name. I'm uh I'm not, you know, close to getting married, but I do have a wedding hashtag in case uh that ever happens, which is just like hashtag whatever, you know, the name gets wilder. There you go. Ah so, 
That's pretty good. That anyway. and the Damashek impression, I think, is going to vault you to the top here. <laughs> and the last song. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> a lot of irons in the fire for Charlotte. <laughs> good times. Uh, well, that's it. That's the end of the show. You know how I know this is the end of the show? About 20 minutes after each show, Joel Solomon sends me a, a blurb, a rundown that we're going to put on Twitter. He already sent it. So he doesn't even care what's said what from now it? on. Um, all right. You want me to read it? I mean, you can yeah. see. <laughs> this is very meta, world peace. It really is. Cousin Sal, Sean and Dave react to Seattle defense stepping up as Seahawks beat the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins joins the Mad 99 club. Cousin Sal feels bad that Jameis Winston may have gotten LASIK for nothing as Taysom Hill is named the Saints starter. Dave gives a no-jive take on why the Steelers may win and also lose this Sunday. Sal gives a plea that if the Cowboys lose to the Vikings, he never wants to hear about them winning division and rest of the team. And finally, the crew gives their extra points for extra pay parlay. No one gives a good goddamn. Now, what you have to work on this weekend, Sal, is um, because Charlotte and I have both yeah. set, set oh, the an impression. Off. Okay. Do you have any impression? Do you do any? You do a gonna, Simmons. I'll cook one up. I do a Pac-Man impression. No, that's different. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I do Simmons. Uh, yeah, that's really it. I Not actually think, I'm trying to think of what my actual impressions that I do... Are, but I think it's just people I know that I make fun of behind their backs. So yeah. I don't think that'd be funny to anybody here. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, we, we, have, we, we should do that. Just the, uh, yeah, the I'm a real asshole. I'm just like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, do... here, I sit there with Sal in this in this jackass uh, damashek. Like, he's, he's always like, rah, rah, rah. no, I did your, I do Dave, I do your, if I do an impression to your face, it means I like you. Oh, I see. Oh, oh all right. good then. All right. Who knows? Don't let that go to your head, Dave. Uh, I could do a Jermaine O'Neill impression. If I mean to you to your face, it means. <laughs> Joe McHale did a uh, Joe McHale did a uh, Jermaine That's O'Neill right. to Sal on Thursday exactly. Night Football. Exactly. All right. Listen, I want to remind people of something because mm, they seem to yes, forget please. this all the preach, time. Preach, Sal. Preach. Yes. And in this day and age, even though you may feel like underdogs, please, please, please remember you're all my favorites. See you Monday.